Today on Action Action, we watched 2018's Proud Mary and didn't know what to expect, but definitely expected more than what we got. You a cop? Not exactly. We're pretty much recording this back to back, so we didn't really watch much, I'm sure, in between. I know James didn't. He's still blind. I watched Coco yesterday. Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah. Good? Yeah, really good. I liked it. Also finished an audio book, Sisters Brothers. Also a good book? Mm-hmm. See, he did all kinds of shit. He did two things. <laughs> yeah, in two days. That's true. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for him, especially. Yeah, it is. well, he's not working right now. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I watched Diner. Have you ever seen Diner? Oh, yeah, that's Diner. a great movie. I own it. Oh, do you? Yeah, that's pretty good. I never saw it before. The pop. That's what the, the, there's the popcorn scene. Yeah, and you got yeah, jeez, with Mickey Rourke, isn't it? Yeah, it was funny watching it though because I was like, these guys are kind of all just fucking assholes. Yeah, <laughs> bunch of assholes. Yeah, bunch of pricks. Yeah, it's funny though because it's like such a bunch of talent in one movie, like Mickey Rourke, Kevin Bacon, then you got Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> he's, he's a star. Daniel Stern. Anyway, they're all they're all pretty good in it, but yeah, it's a I've good never movie. seen it. It's all just like dialogue mostly. It's like set in like 1959 in Baltimore. It's a bunch of guys that hang out at a diner all the time. Oh, I see. So it's all, it's basically all dialogue. It's like a pretty loose plot. Yeah. It's pretty enjoyable though. Nice. Yeah. I just finished up Detroiters. I think I've talked about that before. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Great show. And uh, I I realize I haven't finished Nathan for you. So I'm rewatching the third season. Oh, I meant to go back and just watch like the last episode of that last season, but yeah, I, didn't. I, I want to, but I was figured I might as well watch the whole season. Yeah. The last episode is supposed to be <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's almost like a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like to Do you know the show? One. No. This is comedian Nathan Fielder. I think he's from Victoria. Yeah, he's from BC anyway. He uh, he, it's like a. I don't know. He he goes into businesses that are struggling and he's like kind of fix them. Uh-huh. But he has the most outlandish ideas on how to fix them. Okay. There's one episode where I think it's in the first episode of the first season where the people are real, you know, like, yeah. like this is all real situations. Too. Yeah. Yogurt store, this yogurt place and it's struggling. So he decides that they should sell poop flavored frozen yogurt. Okay. So they make yogurt that tastes like shit and smells, I think. And they sell it. And that's his, like... Yeah, he always has, like, such dumb... There's, like, the one where they open dumb Starbucks instead yeah. of Starbucks. And everything <laughs> but, looks the same, but it says, like, dumb Starbucks on it. Okay. It's, it's more like an... Yeah, at that point, it was more like a, they When they opened up dumb Starbucks, people were thinking that it was an art installation. Yeah, it was, like, from in, in the news. Banksy and, and stuff. stuff. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. And hmm. there's this other one where he creates a viral video for like a petting zoo that actually, that it takes like a year before people figure, I don't know, it, it's a good show. And then all these companies go bankrupt? No, they, <laughs> they never really check in on, well, they, they, che- yeah, they, they really check, check in on some of them. Oh, okay. But it's have, just like you watch it for one episode and it's like, it's just like watching people go through these like ridiculous situations that he proposes and he's so like he's so deadpan he's so deadpan and just like weird like that you're just like it's really like uncomfortable to watch yeah. <laughs> okay because he he has like he, he acts like he has like no charisma yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't know great show check it out there's three seasons and then it was over what's it called is it over yeah oh i didn't know that. i'm pretty sure it's over i don't know maybe uh, not nathan for you nathan for you nathan for you okay what was the Andy Daly show that came out around the same time? Oh, um, it starts with an R. What the hell is it? Review? Review. Yeah. Oh, that's another great show. <laughs> By another amazingly funny person. Mm. I think Andy, if, yeah. I think Andy Daly has his, he did this uh, podcast called, uh, it was like, I don't know, I can't remember what it was called, but it was about, he would play characters that were in a competition for a, a podcast, that who like a, how do I put this? He it was like a, like a like a contest to see who was going to get a new podcast. Okay. It was a podcast pilot project, I think it was called. So he would like there was like ten episodes where he would like play a character that had like recorded a show. I don't know. Just cut this part out. <laughs> you know, from the great comedic minds of Nathan Fielder and Andy Daly too. This piece of shit movie that Dustin made us watch. Sorry, guys. Yeah. This is a real stinker. I'm going to apologize for this one. I'm going to admit culpability. Uh, the confusing thing is I went into this. I didn't read anything leading it into this. Me neither. And maybe that was and a I th- I thought, well, Dustin picked this movie. And I mean. John didn't pick it. So John, it should be yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so I was expecting it to be decent, especially since it came out this year. Yeah. But man, was it a piece of shit. Yeah, it doesn't have uh, much of anything positive. Let's start at the beginning. It. It's boring. It is really fucking it is, boring. It is. It's under an hour and a half, and I was like, God damn it, when is this going to end? It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. it was an hour and 25 minutes, I think. Yeah. And it was just so fucking boring. Like, I don't know how they did so little <laughs> in this movie. Well, it's weird, too, because... You have these certain actors like Neil McDonough, the guy who play, he plays Walter, who he's he's an actor that you know, you know his face. Oh, You've Neil seen him lots of stuff. He's, yeah, <laughs> he shows up in this. He's got like he's in one scene, and then in the next scene, she kills him without yeah. him ha- talking at all. And you're like, why the fuck is he in this movie? He must have had a whole section that was cut out. Maybe because he's a he plays a great bad guy. I yeah, mean, he had a really good. Um, turn on justified and yeah yeah stuff. like he, i was like oh okay he's gonna be like one of the yeah. main v- you know villains of the movie yeah. or at least have a part <laughs> and he's like he ha- he's great delivering lines like he's just he's all around great to watch and they just waste him well and like- it's it's so weird so when they kill him then they go back and you're like Oh, but we we killed the guy. Oh, they don't care about that. Yeah, and that's it. It was all just like nothing. And also, I thought it was funny that she was so willing to like put his name up as the one who must have, you know, killed the uh, uncle, the uncle character. Yeah, 
you know, to save her own skin. She just she just killed this other guy that was part of their thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. I mean, I know she's like a hit woman, so it's like her morality is maybe questionable. But the whole no. thing is that she's the protagonist, and so, she's yeah. taking care of this boy whose father she. Oh yeah. Let's, so let's just for if, if anybody is listening to this and hasn't watched this movie, um, Proud First Mary. Of all, don't. Taraj. Taraji P. Henson. Um, She's a hit woman, which we get from a really boring hit scene at the beginning. Yeah. Um, Where she gets really done up for. Yeah. (laughs) She comes in and the guy like answers the phone. She's like, don't answer that. But then just shoots him immediately. Yeah. So she's a hit woman (laughs) and she kills this guy and she realizes that there was a kid um, jumped to a year later or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. she finds she's been tracking this kid, I think, because she's had guilt, I guess. And she's been like kind of paying attention to what's happened to him. And he's now working for a guy named Uncle, who's a cartoonishly evil <laughs> Russian gangster. Another actor, fine actor, wasted in a tiny nothing yeah. role. Xander so, Berkeley. So he she yeah, she ends up trying to get this kid out from underneath Uncle. She ends up killing uh Uncle Xander Berkeley and thus kicking off a war a gang war that like there is no lead up to the fact that this is important i thought he was just a low level guy yeah but it turns out he's connected to this bigger russian yeah group. he's the uncle of the guy's dad no he's his uncle i don't know what? how that works because I, he's younger than luca who is like the leader of the russian there's guys. some relation yeah it's something about his father or something it's yeah, all yeah, garbage. Brother? So I, it, yeah, it's this know. really weak setup. And I'm sure it could have had weight, like, if done completely differently. Yeah, on paper, this isn't. This didn't have to be a bad movie. Like, this could have been good if anything on any level was executed in a, <laughs> in a competent way. Like, you know, the drama doesn't work. No. Like, the, you know, I th- I'll, I'll say this. Taraji P. Henson tries. She oh, definitely tries to elevate the movie. She's really good. Um, Danny Glover's in this for some reason. Yeah. And so he's her boss as part of that family that she's a part of. But she's like and also she used kind to of date the son, Tom. Yeah. She's kind of also like indebted. Yeah. But well, sort of. She He brought her off the street much as she's like bringing this kid off the street. Uh, but, but so Benny, you know, for the most of the movie, you think, oh, he's he seems to be a good guy, Benny. Like, yeah. yeah, Danny Glover's character, reasonable. He seems reasonable. He seems like he cares about her. And then when she tells him, hey, I want to leave, like I want to retire and like leave this. Yeah. Then he also, suddenly he's a bad guy, and he's like, fuck you, bitch. I yeah. fucking brought you up from nothing, bitch. Yeah. And then she has to kill him. <laughs> like while well, and his son kind of. Alludes yeah, well, to that, like he's just going to tell you whatever you want to hear, but he's never going to let you leave. Right. Well, we kind of get the, you know, through the movie, you get that the son is kind of bad. And in fact, I thought he was going to be the one who was trying to like take over from his dad, from his dad. And like, yeah, but there's like 12 different movies inside this movie. It's like <laughs> they're all they, swirling around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, swirling around the sin, like the, the, the camera work in this movie also. It's pretty boring. There's so many, like the camera work, the music, I just couldn't stand. Were those covers of good songs? Later on, yeah. At the end, there was a couple covers. And like they did the Proud Mary, like the Tina Turner, but they didn't do the Tina Turner version for some reason. Yeah. I mean, not that this movie deserves to have the Tina Turner version in it. But. It was the, it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, and then the way the action was shot, like, okay, you get, like, so you get that scene where she kills Uncle and those guys, but it's just like, there's nothing exciting about it. It's no. just like, oh, shoot him, shoot him. You know, there's no, I, I will say the very end sequence had at least a little bit of more flair to it when she comes into that building and stuff. Yeah, it's like finally there's some action. and Yeah, and there was uh, some actual, like, you know, like it was some design to that yeah. action, like to make it look more exciting. There was some actual stuff happening there. Definitely. But but you had to wait a long, well, it felt like an eternity to get to that. Uh, I mean, that when, you're, when you're top billing writer, his most notable work is uh, Days of Our Lives. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like from 2009 to 2011. Writer for 566 episodes. Nice. Like, I mean... Well, that's the, you can see that dramatic <laughs> stuff definitely feels more soap opera than, like, doesn't, you know, doesn't have the weight that they want. It's just you don't care about anybody. So, yeah, in you, this. you don't. So, let's go to, like, the what we thought going into it. Now, having seen some of the images and the art, like the ads, ads it's, and stuff it's like that, it's meant to make you think it's like a retro, like seventies. I, I thought, yeah, kinda, I, I was expecting like a black exploitation, yeah. Like, well, that's why I like I chose it. I thought it was that was what the vibe was going to be. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more violent yeah. and more exciting and higher stakes and more like just out there. Yeah, and instead you get this milk toast, right? Like. Nothing feels like it really has any weight. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me now that you say a soap opera writer wrote this. Like, it's, you know, the the drama that they try to create between Mary and Danny, the boy that she's taking care of, is so, oh, just cheesy. And, like, there's the, I was talking to James, there's that line where he's, like, after he finds out that she killed his dad and stuff, and then she's like, my mom left, and the only thing she forgot was to take me with her. <laughs> I started laughing. It's supposed to be like this emotional moment and it was just so fucking cheesy. Like, yeah. But even at the end, after it's all done and then like she goes outside and she's yelling, Danny, Danny. Like, it just seems weird. Like she doesn't, she's known this kid, I guess. A year. A year. No, but like she's had interaction with him for maybe <laughs> a day well, or I'm, a few days, days maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking that she's been following him for a year. So like, yeah, but, but, I understand the, that. What, the thing is that they don't give that any weight. Like it, it, it doesn't, there's not like, there should have just been a montage of this kid growing up. They should have made him younger and they should have made the time difference yeah. longer. Yeah. And they could have had this like, Throughout the years, she's been keeping an eye on him and following him and like this, this pain that she feels. And I, they kind of make it seem like it's this pain, but they also kind of make it like she has a maternal instinct, yeah. which just seems like sexist somehow to be like, to, to make it like to mm. lean that way instead of just being like, she feels guilt right, and she wants to like do good by him. And now she's like created an emotional relationship though. He doesn't know it, but like through watching him instead of just being like, Oh, she's also kind of motherly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, I can see how it would be super hard for them to resist going in that direction. But uh, if they, yeah. And they should have just made that time gap much larger. Yeah. That's a good idea. To build that, to build it up so that like, and just so he, we can see him going through some stuff. Instead, we're introduced to him in one scene where he seems pretty capable. Yeah. He pulls a gun on that, guy, a gun on that guy and yeah. steals the money. Mm -hmm. Extra 500. 
which he's right away in trouble with Uncle and gets well, beat. He tells for. the truth. He said he took twenty dollars because he was hungry. Yeah. And then Uncle, whew, he's, yeah, a, he's Uncle. a mean old bloke. Mm. And the other, like this is a weird thing where okay, so they Xander Berkeley's in this movie as Uncle for no reason because that doesn't last very long. Neil McDonough has even less. And then even less than that, you have, I don't know how you say his name, Raid or Rade Serbedzja. Uh, Luca. Who's, you know, you know this guy's face. He's a mobster in tons yeah. of movies. He's like always a bad guy and stuff. He might have even been in one of the Taken movies, I think. But anyway, yeah, he, he's in one scene. So you, you, it introduces him and I'm thinking, oh, okay, so he's going to be this guy that's having conflict with Danny Glover's group and we're going to see him. Yeah. No, he never comes back. No. Never see him again. Why the fuck is he in this movie? <laughs> it, yeah, it's like there's a million, there's like a bunch of backstories that they need to tell, but they had to get this thing in under a under a. Well, they must have they must have chopped it up and been like, hey, you know what? This thing is really fucking boring. Let's take out all this stuff, and then still it was like still really fucking boring. Like uh, I don't know. Like you don't ha- you don't know. Like you said, you don't care about any of the people. Yeah. But I'm not sure if we if we got backstory if we we might care more, but we might still be really bored. Well, because I, th- I feel like if we got backstory based on the writing of the movie, it would be terrible. Yeah, if somebody it would else just be an extension in. of what we've already seen, which is bad. Yeah. Right? If somebody else came in and wrote backstories for everybody, yeah, I think it might be interesting. You do to punch this, and then up. if you could get somebody else to come in and direct it. <laughs> well, so who directed it? The guy who directed London is falling. Oh, London has fallen. The sequel to Olympus has fallen. I didn't. I, I didn't watch that I'm pretty one. Pretty sure that's I saw, who, the, I saw the original. I'm pretty sure that's who directed. I it. watched London has fallen. You did, and it's definitely not as bad as this. Huh. Okay. Was the script better? <laughs> yeah, the script is probably better, but and, and I guess that's the thing. Is it? Is it mostly? I guess the script is what the problem is. Because you yeah. can't like the acting. I mean, you're kind of working with what well, the script. Taraji. Is I mean, these, aren't, these is, aren't bad actors? No, she's no. great. Like everything I've seen her in, everything she's done, she's good. And she's she tries. By God, she tries in this yeah. movie. But I don't think there's anything there. I don't think anybody else in the movie really knocks has enough time to do a good job. Who the good actors? I mean, Tom uh, Billy Brown. I mean, we've seen him in a few things. He was also in like Sons of Anarchy and some stuff like that. But. So uh, he doesn't like they just I don't know. There's not a lot is to he work the with. Gang leader in Sons of Anarchy. One of he's one of them. Yeah, I think one of the the Sixers or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, why I don't understand why she couldn't have gotten a role like Scarlett Johansson keeps getting those roles where she's like the main female lead. I think mm-hmm. like Lucy is one or Jennifer Lawrence or yeah, like, where they get these action things. Yeah. Well, I think she still can. Well, she still yeah, can. Oh, yeah. I think she still can. I think that, I mean, if you had pitched this movie to me, like if I was her, and you said, okay, it's going to be um, like a predominantly um, African-American cast. Um, it's going to be this kind of throwback. But it wasn't a throwback. No, but that's it's just the w- in the way that it was presented in ads But and stuff. Th- that's what I'm wondering, if it was all like done that way. Yeah. And I mean, I'd probably, if I was her, I'd want to be a part of it. She's the main. She's the the lead. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And, no, and I'm not. Not. I'm not uh, going to give anyone grief for taking. No, a and role I'm just saying. Like, I think that she. It, I wonder if this is the actual movie that was supposed to. Yeah, it was well, supposed to be. you know, sometimes things just don't turn out the way you are hoping they're going to turn out. But 
I mean, I don't know if you read the script by this. So this guy, <laughs> so proper writer. This the director. He directed three, two episodes of Banshee. Oh, yeah, never, never seen that show. So I watched, I watched all of it. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it. The last right. season was kind of garbage. And London has fallen. Right. So he, so he's limited experience. Yeah, but it's pretty much everyone involved in this has like How very old? limited experience. Well, I imagine London has fallen would have had a much bigger budget than this as well. And so as far as action stuff, you could have at least gone bigger, if not better. Yeah. So I think I looked up the budget. Let me just look it up again. For this? For Proud Man? Yeah. I just thought, you know, it was so abrupt with the Danny Glover switchover, where, like, they are at his house for dinner, and it's all nice, and it's his wife's birthday party, and they only have five people, because you can't afford to have a room full of people, I guess. In this yeah, movie. that's kind of weird. That <laughs> it's, a, it's not a Bloomhouse movie. <laughs> well, they clearly didn't spend too much. So this movie, I mean, is a success. The budget was fourteen million, and it made twenty. I guess it's it's so, not in the red. Oh. It's not in the red, and then it'll make more off of you know, video on demand and stuff like that. But it's not a it's not a huge hit or anything. But no, it's not a huge hit. But surprisingly, it did better than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. But how much was it from the first week, weekend? Yeah, uh, box office mojo. Opening weekend, it was just under ten million. Oh, okay. So it did another ten. It's well, not, it's not a ton of legs, but it's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any? Do you have a favorite scene? Anybody? I mean, like a, I think the last the last action sequence is the only thing that has any life to it, really. Yeah. When she comes to that warehouse. Yeah, that's probably the best scene. Yeah. I think it had a bad song underneath of it while it was happening, but the movie is oh, it was the, it was the Proud Mary yeah. cover. It's terrible. There was an, yeah, and there was another cover after that, but I don't remember what it was now. But yeah, there was. I mean, I, even at the beginning, the music still had that feel, so I didn't mind it at the beginning, like it was trying to do the retro thing. But yeah, as it went on, it I felt like the musical choices even got worse. Did you any sequence you liked in this? Not a single one. Not a one. Yeah, well, it's hard to blame you. I just, I, I was watching it last night and I was like, I don't, I'm just going to get drunk. I don't even need to remember this movie. It sucks. <laughs> Take some forget me nows. Yeah. It was just terrible. Uh, it was boring. Mm, I got nothing really great to say about it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. The only thing I kind of thought of when they were that shootout and like all the shooting that happens is there's no sirens. You don't hear anything. Like, yeah, and there's no cops in this there's whole There's no cops you in this whole movie. You don't see a single cop. Where are they, in Boston? I don't even know what city they're supposed to be in. I don't, does it say it anywhere? I don't know. Yeah. Chicago? It's just city. City. City, yeah. <laughs> east, city on the east side of America. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure that it wasn't even screened for critics. Obvi- yeah. For obvious reasons, I guess. Right. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's much more to say about this. Uh, did you guys? Did you guys see the new movie that I think it just came out this week? Gaudi. No. Gaudi. You heard of this? Is it with uh, John Travolta? Yeah, I've seen the ad for it. This is the third movie he that's come out for him that he says zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, really? That's what I read. <laughs> really? Zero percent. Who made that? Gaudi. I don't know. It's. Uh, I know it's been in like sitting around for years. 
Hmm. Um, oh, like it was on the shelf? Yeah, it was supposed to come out quite a while ago. Hmm. And uh, yeah, now it's just quietly got released. Yeah, I thought he was going to maybe start coming up again because people really liked what he did on that uh, O.J. Simpson uh, show. Well, yeah, but then he signed on to do that uh, Fred Durst movie. Right. So he's got the Fred Durst movie coming out. Oh, it's Kevin Connolly. Oh, of uh, Entourage fan? Oh, good. I'm so glad this movie did bad. <laughs> Fuck e? that guy. Yeah. What do you got? You got a problem with E? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck everybody involved in that fucking show. <laughs> oh, Lord. What? Even uh, everybody. Even what's his face? Uh, Jeremy Piven? No, no, the no the, bro- the rapist, the brother. Uh, who's the brother? Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, fuck him too. I mean, I don't blame what he, him for him what he did. I mean, Kevin that guy. Dylan. He really needed to work. I think. <laughs> well, he was he playing himself in that show? Mm, pretty much. I don't think he was actually playing Kevin Dylan. No, he was playing, he was basically playing Joey from Friends, where yeah. he's like a dumb guy who's trying to, he's like a bad actor who's always trying to get roles and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, man, Entourage sucked. Stacey Keach is in it, though. Yeah, like how, much of it did, how much of it did you watch? Two seasons. Of Entourage? That's it? I think so. God, I watched all of it. I've never seen and an episode and of the, it. the movie. Wait. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't John Travolta married to Kelly Preston? Uh, he, he, oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Are they still married? Oh, the, they're the leads in this movie. She's his beard. Hey, that's, that's, you don't say that on our podcast. That's the views of Dustin. <laughs> that's not the views of this podcast. We don't want any attacks from Scientology. Stacy Keach is in it. Let's just talk about other movies that are coming out. There's I no, want to see Tag. Uh, yeah, I might, I might see that tomorrow. Yeah, that's the movie I want to see. Yeah. It looks fun. Either looks that, fun. I'm either going to go to that or Ocean's 8. Yeah, I heard Ocean's 8 is, is really good. Looks like it's, it's a, the highest. Looks like a good breezy time. It's the, the highest opening for an oceans movie. Oh really? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's good. Cool. I heard it was you know at least second best out of all of them. First one, then this one. Yeah. So is she supposed to be for, Danny's for sister? She's Danny's sister. Oh okay. oh okay. I didn't know there was actually a connection like that. Yeah. Her name is something Ocean. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess it was Sandra to. Bullock Ocean. Sandra Bullock Ocean. I like Sandra Bullock. I think there was a time when it was like un, it was uncool to like Sandra Bullock. I don't know what time you're talking about because she had the net. I've always liked <laughs> Speed. her. I've always, I've always thought she was really good. Well, I think it was around the time when the, that white people help black football players movie oh, came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not Bl- like she wrote blind that. Blindside. Yeah. Not blindside, yeah. We didn't, wasn't that Oscars for that fucking movie? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, I forgot about that. That was a bad, that was not a good movie. I did not watch it. Did not want to. I watched it. Did you? Yeah. I watched it. You watched it? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm just kind of shocked by that. It's kind of weird that you watched it. I think I watched it. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of The Help. Okay. (laughs) That makes more sense. I watched The Help. That was okay movie. Hmm. The Blind Side, though. Did I watch it? I might have watched it. You know what else I watched the, um, the other day? Uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. I've never seen it. I bought it. I own it on VHS. Oh, do you? Yeah, we played oh, you, it. We played at the brewery all the time. You should watch it. It's like bonkers. Like what the what, fuck what is, is going is on? It? It's this '80s movie with uh, Peter Weller, RoboCop. Okay. He is a um, neuroscientist slash physicist slash rock star slash crime fighter. <laughs> okay. He's a group of 
crime-fighting scientist friends called the Hong Kong Cavaliers. None of them are Asian. Uh, <laughs> okay. One of them is Jeff Goldblum. He's like a cowboy type. Nice. Also a, a doctor of some kind. Uh, John Lithgow. Ellen John Bur- Lithgow Barkin. is the villain. So he so uh, Buckaroo Banzai invents this like vehicle that this car that goes like I don't know a thousand miles an hour or something so that it can pass through into another dimension to go through solid objects like he drives through comes out the other side of a mountain but in the meantime he's in this thing called the eighth dimension mm-hmm. which is like he sees all these weird aliens and stuff in there and then like he accidentally opens up a gateway for them to come to earth and try to like destroy earth oh I and see. so all the aliens he gets the ability somehow to like see he can see them as they are which is as these aliens but they everyone else thinks they're human so like christopher lloyd is one of the aliens oh i see and uh I, it's just this wacky fucking movie. There's like a scene with his band. They all like they're they're this group and they're really popular. And there's like comic books about them and like kids join the like yeah. the, the club and stuff like to be a junior bonsai whatever like all this stuff. It's just fucking bonkers eighties fun. Like I guess the only thing I could compare it to is maybe like Big Trouble in Little China just because oh, okay, it's just yeah. so just such a throw Out a whole there. shitload of ideas and just yeah here watch this like. <laughs> It's like who? The, how did this get made? Like how did how did they get funding for this? Yeah, it was pretty fun though. I, I enjoyed. So it. it's a it's a pretty enjoyable movie. Yeah, just because it's so it's so it's out so there. quintessentially eighties in its craziness. Yeah, thing. cool. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't seen it, so I'll put that on my list. Yeah, if you're at the brewery, I guess throw it on the yeah, <laughs> yeah. throw it on the VCR. So should we talk about our ratings, or you oh, got yeah. you oh, got yeah, more got, to? We so. got to rate this thing. This proud Mary. Well, I'll I'll just go here. Uh, I gave it uh, my overall reaction was a two, and my overall score was a two point two. Yeah, my overall reaction was a two, and my overall score was two. I'm one and one point six. One and one point six. So is it a one point nine? One point nine, which now we get to debate. T- ties it with Ghost Rider for second worst movie we've ever done. Yeah. I'm gonna say Ghost Rider. I would rather watch Ghost Rider again than than this. Yeah, I would say that definitely. John, not that it matters at this point, but would you rather watch Ghost Rider again than Proud Mary? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you have to take that bullet. <laughs> I would. And I really hated Ghost Rider. Was Ghost terrible. Rider. I really did not like that movie, but I'd rather watch Ghost Rider. Yeah. All right. So new, now, new number two worst. So now we got John with the worst, then Dustin, then me. <laughs> well, so, that's fair. So we're it's all equitable. down there. Now. I really don't feel like any, any movie is going to be worse than Octagon. No, I, I'm sure we got to find something worse than that. Might have to be like a made-for-sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of thinking: is Octagon worse than Proud Mary? Yes. Yeah. It is. It's is it? No question. Pretty bad. I mean, even with the end fight scene. It's okay. The thing about Octagon is it's just as boring, except it's like, it's like at least half an hour longer than this movie. And so you're just, I mean, the end fight scene is better than anything in Proud Mary, I think, in in the Octagon, but you got to sit through some real fucking sludge to get there. (laughs) But I feel like if you watched the Octagon a few times, it would become hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe because like you'd be delirious. <laughs> um, well, how am I watching this again? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this makes it number forty-one on the list. Forty-one with a with a limp. 
with yeah a severe limp yeah. so what are we watching next week Samson starring right. Taylor John, James Jackson Rathbone and Billy Zane <laughs> what, what year did this come out this year I've not heard of this we're, not, sh- we're sh- not watching that okay <laughs> I was gonna say remember the, f- the previous movie was this <laughs> you want to follow it up with so I don't know anything about this movie. What about that elite squad thing you wanted to do? I, I canceled it. I put oh. the kibosh on it. Oh, okay. For now, at least. Um, so double team it is. I believe... <laughs> double team? <laughs> I believe this is an action movie. I have not even seen a trailer for it. I've just seen its name. Den of Thieves. Yeah. With Gerard Butler. Yeah, and it has like... Uh, shit, what's his name? Ice Cube's son. Ice Cube O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson. Okay, so oh. I'm picking that movie. I think I might have seen a trailer for it. I think even uh, Pablo Escobar, Schreiber, Schreiber, is that his name? Uh, Leave Schreiber's brother. What's his name? There's a lot of kin in this movie. Yeah, I think he's in it too. I like him too. So, yeah, okay, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves, staying in 2018. Yeah, I want to do it. Keeping it, keeping it current. We've done a lot of 2018 movies. Well, we did Avengers. That's one. What else do we do besides that? Proud Mary. Yeah, that's two. <laughs> Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. So three. All that's right. a lot. That's like get your get your butler on. It's like nine percent of the movies we've done. <laughs> no, not really. More like seven. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool story. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you know what movie I really want to do. But I don't want to go. I can't go to the movies this next week. Is Upgrade? Oh yeah, yeah, that looks fun. That movie looks fucking awesome. With uh, Trey, Trey from from, from OC, yeah. Ryan, uh, Trey Atwood, yeah, Ryan's brother. Yeah, he was bad news. Oh, he was. I mean, Ryan tried and, to help and then him. Then Marissa shot him. Oh man, <sighs> <laughs> tragedy. You weren't. In a, you never watched the OC, did you? James? I did watch the OC. The whole thing. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. So good. They don't make them like that anymore. Am I right? <laughs> no. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like this, please like us on Facebook and Instagram. Please like and rate us on iTunes. It really helps out. And tell somebody else to listen to us. Uh, have a great day.